Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tab. Hopefully, the sound is a little bit better today. And I think I might have found my setup. I don't know. I am now in a room that has all my clothes. So hopefully that kind of cancels out the echoes. And I'm forcing my dog to stay on the bed so that he doesn't click clack around. Uh, So yeah, hopefully everything is fixed and we are good to go. I'm really excited about this episode because it was just Mother's Day yesterday, and this book that we're going to be talking about is my mom's favorite book. It's like her favorite all around. So like favorite book, favorite author, favorite genre, favorite everything. So I was like, what is more fitting for Mother's Day than to do a podcast episode about my mom's favorite books? Or I guess just one favorite book because um, she only gave me two to pick from. So I picked the one that I was more interested in. Uh, But eventually I'll probably read the other one and she'll probably give me more suggestions, which I might eventually get to. (laughs) Just, you know, if we're being straight up. So the book that we are talking about today is The Indentured Queen. And one thing that I think I have talked about this before, my mom loves the royalty genre. She loves anything royalty. Like if she had a place for us to visit, which one day I hope we do go and visit, she would love to go to like Ireland, Scotland, Germany, anywhere to see castles. She is obsessed with castles. She's obsessed with that genre. She's obsessed with like Highlander. She's obsessed just with all of that. Anything to do with royalty, whether it be like royalty today. She, she doesn't follow the royal family. I don't believe. I mean, maybe she could, maybe I should ask her, but she loves anything royalty, whatever era, whatever year it's in. She loves it. So I'm guessing she should probably watch the show on Netflix. Isn't that called like The Royals? I don't really know what it's called. Um, Anyways, I don't know. Maybe she watches that. She doesn't really tell me anything. So (laughs) I should probably ask. Uh, Anyways, yes, she loves those types of books. So when I asked her to narrow it down, who her favorite author is, she wanted to tell me or she told me that her favorite author is Carol Moncado, which she wrote the book today, uh, The Indentured Queen. And this is also a book four. So I can't remember, I think it's called like the Royal, I can't remember what the series is called, but this specific book is my mom's favorite, I guess. And from what I did read, I mean, I did read the whole book, um, but from what like going through it, I realized that it could be read as a standalone. I didn't feel like anything was left out. I mean, but I don't know because I didn't read the other books. I literally just read this one. And so I could be missing like a lot of details or storyline. I'm not sure, but I enjoyed it just from reading this one book. So I don't think that you need to read the whole series, but I'm sure it would be helpful and help you create these characters in your mind and help build on their characteristics and personality and everything like that. So I'm sure it's always a good plus if you do read the other books, but it's definitely not necessary. 
And this type of book, uh, more genre like the, the royalty, is a contemporary Christian romance, which I don't know about you. I used to read this type of genre all the time because that's all I ever knew because that's what my mom read. And so once I kind of ventured out not into the Christian romances, that's when I found what I really like. And I also realized after reading this book, it's kind of a slow burn. Uh, I think my mom likes slow burn romances. And going back to like the Christian romance, there isn't really much talk of religion in this book. It does mention God. It mentions they pray. Um, it mentions like going to church, but nothing like deep into it. Nothing like preaching, nothing, nothing like that. It's a very subtle, but also it builds the characters. It, it gives you a background of who they are, what they believe. And I thought that was really interesting and really helped create this picture of who these royals are, that they do honor God and they do take into consideration religion into their lives, if that makes sense. So I thought that was very interesting. But yes, it, it's not a huge portion of the book where they go into detail about Christianity. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't know what era this was in. <laughs> I, Whenever I think of royalty, I really think of like I don't know, the 17 or 1800s, like that's what I thought it was. But then they mentioned like the internet and social media. And I was like, whoa, 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 like back up, back up, back up. They didn't have that then. So I'm guessing that this is like a very modern <laughs> because it's a very modern thing, obviously, to have social media. Um, and so that's when it, they started talking about it a little bit more. And that's when I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I know what what year, not, they didn't tell you what year, but it's just like in modern days. Uh, and I'm also guessing that these countries that they are royalties of are fake because I'd, I've never heard of them before, but I also am uncultured. Um, <laughs> should I admit that? I don't know. Um, and also I'm too lazy to research. So I'm guessing that these are all made up because they, they, it mentions like other royalties and other things like that. And I'd never heard of them before. So Okay, so this <laughs> this book is like mm, maybe a 0.5, if that, out of 5 on the spicy scale. Literally, like, mm, no spice. Like, it even fades to black when they're about to kiss, which I was like, I was very surprised. I thought that maybe they would show the kissing or, like, tell us about the kissing. Because, I mean, that's what I'm used to reading. I'm used to reading you know, all of the spice. And so I haven't read a book like this. Oh, I want to say like since I was a teenager. And so I had all of these kind of expectations almost where what I'm used to, because that's what I'm used to. And then when there was nothing, I was like, oh, I was kind of like disappointed, but also not. You, I don't know if that even makes sense. There is, at the very beginning of the book, though, it kind of, like, surprised me. Because, um, like, the very first scene, he goes into his library in the kingdom. Because he just barely stood up to his uncle. It sounds like his uncle was very, very controlling. And, I don't know, he, just, he stood up to him and was like, I'm the king. I'm going to do this. 
and the uncle like left or whatever, he banished his uncle. So he goes to his library and then this lady or girl comes in, starts playing the piano and he's very intrigued with her and he kind of like interrupts her and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, like king or whatever. And he comes up to her and kind of like kisses her on the cheek or whatever and basically like, and basically like propositions her, I think that's the word, saying like, hey, go up to my room. And in my head, I was like, oh, Oh my gosh, mom, what are you reading? Like, okay, first chapter in. He wants to do, like, make toast with her. Like, what's happening? Okay, like, I was so excited. Like, I was so like, oh, okay. And then she's like, no way. And like, uh, she, she turns him down and, and there's like literally nothing throughout the whole book. Uh, I don't even know if they, like, there's hints that they might have made toast because they, okay. Let me, <laughs> I'm kind of getting ahead of myself because uh, I kind of want to tell you like the basis of the story, but also like tell you that there's no toast in this. Like there uh, is maybe little like hints of it, like maybe like some phrases that I'm like, oh, did they make toast? Did they not make toast? I was very confused. Um, but yeah, it does do a fade to black when they kiss. So you don't even get like any details about their kissing. And I was like, I am wanting more. Give me more. I need more. But I am given nothing. Um, <laughs> but it's okay. No, it was a, it's a very good... Um, that One thing about books... I, sorry, I kind of just like cut off my own thought right there. But one thing about these types of books where they're not solely focused around these scenes and about like these deep, heavy, spicy things is that the story is able to blossom more and that there's more twists, more turns. You learn about the people more because they're not so lust-filled like relationships and and they they get to know each other and you're not focused on that you're focused on other parts of the story and characters that the the author wants you to focus on and so I I enjoyed that it was a good refresher for me to really focus on something other than like looking forward to the next spicy scene um, so I really enjoyed that uh, I would give it like a 10 out of 10 pure <laughs> because if you are the type of person that you don't care about the spice, you don't want the spice, you don't want to know when they do the deed and make toast, These, this is the perfect genre for you, the perfect author for you, the perfect book and series for you because it doesn't focus on that, but it does still have enough romance that you get the little like tingling in your heart that you're like, oh, I love this, they're together. Yeah, so it still gives you that feeling. It's just not to the level that I am now at. I can't go back. <laughs> Once you get to the level that I am, you can't go back down. So, I mean, if you ever want to try and get to the level I am, go slow. This is a great book. Um, it's a, a great starting point. If you are new to the romance genre, um, we can, we'll say that if you're new to the genre of romance and you're not sure about the spicy scenes, you're not sure you want to get in that deep. These are the perfect books for you because it does give you a good storyline, but also a good romance. We'll say that. I hope I've done this book justice for you, mom. <laughs> okay. So we've talked about, about the book, like what I think of the book and the different standards that I have. I think my sister would like this book. I think she's a couple levels below me. 
but not to the level of spice that I am. Um, but I think that she would still enjoy it as well. And, um, that we could have like a good conversation about this book. And I might even like look into getting the series because I kind of want to know about the other royals that these book mention, this book mentions. Okay. So I told you about the first scene that, um, they're in the library. He propositions her, but she's like, no way. Who do you think you are? And he's like, I'm the king. Uh, and so then his uncle, we don't really know very much about the uncle. I'm guessing that we learn more about him in the previous books. Um, but he seems really deceiving and like, and spiteful. So he puts out this article saying that the king is going to marry or is engaged to Katrin. Katrin? I'm going to call her, her name's Katrin. I think that's how you pronounce it too. Um, that he's engaged her and she is actually one of the employees at the castle, but like literally the lowest, lowest of employees because she is actually indentured. Um, her mom used to work for the previous king. So, um, Benjamin, who is the king, it's his dad. Her mom used to work for him as like a server and she got caught stealing. We find out that she didn't actually steal, but she was saving, like saving her daughter, all this stuff. There's like twists and turns. It's very interesting, but she gets caught stealing. And so she gets like, uh, not imprisoned, but she has to pay this debt back. And, um, Katrin's brother has spinal bifida. And so he needs a lot of like attention and care. And so Katrin took over the indenturement for her mom so that her mom could be home and take care of her brother. So she's been there. Katrin has been at the castle for five years now and paying this debt back. And her uncle is aware that she is like, or his uncle, the king's uncle, is aware that she is like the lowest empl employee. So he thought it was like very malicious to put out this article and make the king marry her, which the king was already pretty intrigued by her. And so they do get married. And um, it's a very interesting friendship that they create because at this point, he doesn't have like a social media presence. Um, the town that they're in uh, really, really loved his father. His father had a very good social presence and was very like a people person and Benjamin is not. And so he hasn't really like created a good name for himself. Um, and the family has been in mourning for a while. And so uh, bringing her into the family, he they are able, I wouldn't say twist it because that kind of puts it on like a negative light, but they are able to show that she's coming into the family, that they don't care about like status and everything like that. It's very good for Katrin too, because she is able to see that he is actually a really nice person. And so they are able to help themselves, help each other, um, while also like helping themselves. Um, but they fall in love, like in the meantime, we, that's what we guess. I mean, that's what we know. He comes to her before they get married, just because like, we know that they get married, but they have to, they create this deal to begin with, to even to get her to marry him. Um, that he will take care of her family. They can move into one of the cottages on like the castle grounds and her brother can have any care that he needs, any equipment that he needs. And then after a year, 
um, they will basically plan their death or her like disappearance or something like that. Like she's not actually going to like die or anything, but they're going to plan it so that she can start her life over with her family and just kind of a clean slate. And he'll pretend to be like the, like the grieving husband and all that. So that was the deal. And she immediately was like, yes, I need to take care of my family. What do I need to do? So then they get married, like, I think a couple weeks later, a month later, I'm not sure. Um, but it's pretty quick. And so, yeah, we go along with our whole journey of becoming friends, um, having this relationship, growing to love each other, having him love her, telling her to stay, and then her loving him. And um, it's a very, it's a great, wholesome story. And it is like the the two view. I need to find out what the actual term is, but you are able to know both of their views. And so it actually goes back and forth. And I didn't mind it. I really didn't. Usually I do. Usually I'm like, I just want to know the girl's view because that's what I relate to. But this story, I actually didn't mind. Um, It was enjoyable to see through the king's eye, but also through her eyes because she is like the lowest of employees. And there are some vulnerabilities that they talk to each other about that I really think helps build their friendship more than their relationship, which was interesting. You see that friendship be created first before they really start to like have feelings towards each other. And yeah, like I said, I don't even know when they kiss. I don't even know if they make toast. I'm guessing they do because at one point uh, they say like, oh, we need to talk about what happened last night. And they wake up in like the same bed together. I mean, at this point, they're already married. So it's like, well, yeah, you're married. That's great. But yeah, there's like no detail. And so you just kind of like have to assume. I know I keep talking about the spice level, but I'm just, I'm letting you know (laughs) that I am not used to this. It is out of my category of what I read. And I'm really happy that I was able to read this book because it is different from the books that I usually review. And so I want you to know that I'm open to all different types of genres. (laughs) I know I kind of review the same types of books, the same type of level of spice, but I do want you to know that there are other levels and there are other types. And I'm hoping to get another list from my mom and I can do like maybe a non-spicy one like once a month. Does that sound okay? Um, Just so that I can create this environment for everyone and not just the people that are like on the same level as I am with spice, Um, but for everyone, you know, I think that sounds good. I really want to eventually get to the point where you know exactly the type of book that's going to be reviewed that week. So maybe like The first of the month could be like the very low spice book. So like um, types of books that my mom likes to read. And then maybe like the second week could be like an adventure book or like um, maybe one that my sister likes to read because I do talk about the mother-sister standard every episode. And then maybe we could do like a fantasy one the third week. And then the fourth week we can do just like a, a crazy one. I don't know, but that would be so cool. I mean, to have like that schedule so you know exactly the type of book that we're going to talk about and review. And I do need to keep up my schedule of like the books I read so you can like read it beforehand or follow along. 
Um, or if you just want to like listen and not read them, that's okay too. Like whatever you feel. Um, I know that a couple people that I know listen, um, don't actually read the book, which is totally fine. That's why I'm here and why I give you kind of a synopsis. And then in some episodes I really dive deep. Um, so it depends on the episode as well. Um, but I'm hoping you liked or intrigued you to pick up this book and look into this author some more and look into the series some more. Um, I definitely was interested. I definitely want to see um, other types of royalty book. It intrigued me. I don't, I honestly don't read a lot of royalty books. Um, I read like the fantasy books we know about and they might have some like royals in it, but it isn't super like real life royals because they might be like aliens. <laughs> So that's like the genre. I like the fantasy, but it was really cool to completely go out of that into this royalty and see more of like the the real life type stuff, <laughs> if that makes sense. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope my mom enjoyed this episode. I hope she even listens to this episode. I don't even know. <laughs> mom, do you know how to work like Spotify and Apple Podcasts? I don't know. I really hope so. But yeah, in honor of Mother's Day, I hope each one of you, if you are a mother or if you're not a mother, that you had a great day and just know that I am grateful for you and I'm grateful for your guys' support. And definitely, if you like these types of episodes, let me know so that I can keep continuing to do that. But other than that, I will talk to you next week.